Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Well, hello and welcome everybody to 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. This is Pam Dunn. And today our guest is Kelly Leffler. Kelly and I are going to talk about the wisdom of not good enough. And I know that sounds really weird, but uh, you'll see. Hang in there with us. Kelly is a certified coach and facilitator for your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company. She is also the manager of population health at Tallahassee Memorial Hospital in Tallahassee, Florida. So welcome, Kelly. Thanks. It's great to be with you. Well, thank you. So I'm excited for you to share with everybody. So let's start off by you know, I, I said, we're, we're really not going to spend a lot of time talking, you know, our goal isn't to talk about the wisdom of not good enough. Although that is the place that you started and you moved into the other side, which was creativity. So will you share with the listeners, you know, a little bit about that journey for you? Sure. So, you know, for me, the kind of that feeling of not good enough, you know, I can remember since I was a really young girl, um, you know, and it showed up with trying to always do more and be more and be really helpful. And, you know, that created just a whole lot of chaos in my world, you know, and there would be times that I would just get totally overwhelmed because I was paying attention to the gap between, you know, where I am currently in, you know, whatever project or goal that I have and where my end goal was, which was oftentimes really unrealistic. And so (laughs) for me, like that was incredibly draining, you know, because I was always paying attention to the lack versus paying attention to um, the things that I was creating. And so like the pandemic has really Mm. been a good growing time for me because there's just been so many opportunities where things aren't working the way that they used to. And so, you know, it feels like kind of that bar got slid down, you know, and I may be at like 20% of where I want to be versus, you know, 80% of where I wanted to be or where I was, you know, pre-pandemic. And so like those opportunities to learn how to um, pay attention to moving forward have really been helpful to help me grow more towards a creativity mindset. I love that. So describe for us a little bit now about creativity from your perspective, because, you know, have you become an artist is, you know, like, what is the, I don't know about you, but that's a lot of times what I think of when I think of creative. Yeah, absolutely. So like, ironically, like I have been making some art, which has been really, really fun. But in this process, I've really widened my, my definition of what creativity is. And the creativity is for me is paying attention to like, what is it that I want to create or what is it that I'm creating in the moment? So like, it could be a piece of art, you know, that I want people to see, or I don't want people to see, you know, but like just that act of putting color on paper is really helpful for me. And like, that is the art of creation. Um, But widening it to 
like with work for me, innovation is creativity. So being able to find those opportunities that maybe we need to do something a little bit differently. One of the things that I was doing at work the other day, you know, we weren't able to do the same way that we did pre-pandemic. You know, we can't get a whole bunch of people together in a room. So, you know, pulling my team together and saying, here's what our goal is. Here's the five resources that we have. What do we do to make this happen? Um, Like that's creativity and that's paying attention to like, what am I intentionally creating in this moment? You know, I'm, I'm at the beach this weekend with some of my godchildren and nieces and nephews, and I was at the beach with them earlier today, you know, and so creativity in that context was about paying attention to like how to give them the tools to, to self-regulate, how to pay attention to, you know, where they, you know, are showing love and maybe somewhere some of their tension tantrums are coming from, you know, and so like the opportunity to help create, you know, well-rounded person in my life and how to create those relationships or helping people, you know, have the tools that they um, need to create those relationships, um, you know, in their family or in their workplace, like that too is creativity. Wow. So (laughs) I'm thinking, did you just say that responsibility is creativity? I did. <laughs> That's amazing. I did. That's so amazing. I can I can see it, you know, now that now that you say it and I put it in that perspective. Mm-hmm. I wonder would you mind elaborating a little bit on that because that's got to have our listeners go, "What?" <laughs> right. So, you know, if we're if we're faced with an ability um ability to respond to something. So there's a stimulus. Um, and so if we just kind of pause and we, and we pull that stimulus apart and we say, okay, you know, this has happened, you know, whatever this is, and I have a responsibility to respond to this. And so like in that responsibility, like there's an opportunity to be creative, to vision about what is it that I want to create, you know? And so that's kind of that forming of the vision, which is an early part of creativity, And then I can assess the tools that I have around me, you know, so who are the people that I have around me? What are the things that I have around me? You know, spiritual resource is a big thing, you know, like where does my inspiration come from? Um, And so once I kind of have, you know, an inventory of what's in my pantry of life, you know, then I can say, okay, I have the ingredients to make this part of my vision. And even if I can't get to the full vision, like to take a step forward is the response to that stimulus. So like that responsibility, that ability to respond from, you know, the need for change, you know, is the act of creation, you know? So in that sense, like creativity and responsibility go hand in hand. Boy, I just love the way that you're putting that. And even as, as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, that whole thing about not good enough. If you go there, there's not creativity for one, but there's also a lack of responsibility. Right. You know, because when I'm operating from that belief system that I'm not good enough, for me, I'm very self-focused. I'm not at all focused on creating the vision of, you know, what it is or taking inventory of what I have to move forward. And like the baby step piece of that has been really important for me. Like I don't have to jump from where I am right now to where I want my vision to be. So I can hold the intention to hold that vision 
in its entirety to move towards that, but letting go of the paralysis that I've had that I have to get immediately there is really helpful in kind of opening my heart and creating that creative energy within me because I just have to take one step forward. And then I can reassess, you know, what do I have around me that's going to give me the tool to take the next step forward. Um, And so like, that's faith for me too, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that there's, there's a path forward. Nice. Nice. I can see that, you know, the way that you talk about it is you talk about it in such an accepting way too. You know, I, I know you've done a lot of work around it, but I can see that that's, that's part of what keeps you in a creative mindset instead of a reactive or victim mindset of I'm not good enough. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing that I was seeing is when you talk about baby steps, you know, I'm thinking of an artist, right? An artist has a vision. We're all artists in some way has a vision of an end end result or what they want their portrait to look like at the end, but they, they don't like beat themselves up when they've only done one paint stroke, (laughs) you you know, like they aren't all of a sudden going, Oh, you're not good enough to do the second paint stroke. You know, like that, that just sounds ludicrous to do. However, I think in our daily lives, which is what you're touching on this creativity of our daily lives Mm -hmm. of you know, kids at the beach who all of a sudden start fighting and how, how you can get creative in order to have them be creative. It's just uh, amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder, is there any other place that you're thinking about now that you could sort of give an example of, of this process for yourself? Um, So let's go to like kind of a lot of people's quintessential definition of creativity about making art. And I was challenged by a friend of mine not too long ago to make something huge. She's like, I want you to go to Michael's. I want you to get the biggest canvas that you can find. And I just want you to make some art, you know? And it was really overwhelming because I was like, I like to keep things small so that I can keep them, you know, contained. And like this idea of doing something huge was a little bit uh, scary for me. And so I, I was, I was, I was six. So I was like, okay, what can I find at home? You know, so I found this old piece of um, like chipboard and I was like, okay, I'm going to paint this. And I just, I sat for a moment and I looked at this canvas and I'm like, okay, it's not any, like, it's not perfect from the start, but like, what do I do? And so, you know, just the, like the piece of priming that piece of paper, you know, that piece of chipboard, um, which was a very monotonous, you know, just plain white, paint over the whole thing to start the canvas, you know, I turned that from like that feeling of overwhelm into, okay, let me turn on some music, you know, let me kind of create a, you know, a space that I wanted to exist Mm. in and have fun in the monotony. (laughs) And so like, there's going to be parts of our creative journey of whatever we are that we're creating that we feel that sense of overwhelm. And it's not always going to be sunshines and, you know, rainbows when we're creating because we will hit that valley of despair, you know, or that place where we're running out of that, you know, quick inspiration adrenaline that we get at the beginning of a project. And so going back to like the baby steps of, okay, what do I need to do to make the next piece happen? And what do I have around me? You know, (laughs) Alexa, turn on some music. You know, it's just a really easy thing to change the energy in the room for me. Mm -hmm. And so, 
you know, looking at, looking at those types of things, you know, just going back to, you know, what do I have around me? Who do I have around me? What's in that pantry of life that's going to help me achieve this vision one step at a time? You just put everything so eloquently <laughs> in a nutshell, you know, I, I think we're going to wrap up now, but I first off want to say thank you because I think you've opened up you know, a, a huge door and a, and a way to look at creativity in such a realistic, creative way. And also pointed out those things that get in our way. You know, the, the thinking of I'm not good enough, the thinking of I should do more, be more, that feeling of overwhelm, not to uh, dismiss those, but to move past those. And to know we have to move past them. Oh, the other one was perfection. I heard you say that. <laughs> perfection definitely kills creativity, right? And and you focused on take one step at a time and that we can be creative from anywhere from making a piece of art to making dinner. So thank you so much, Kelly, for your creative expression today. Absolutely. It's great to be with you. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a learning journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.